Don't need the snare. But I need but I need more snare. How am I gonna stay in time? I need I don't I don't care. I don't care what you gotta do. I need more snare. I'm not freestyling now. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> that is not how we starting this shit off today. <laughs> Are you actually recording? Yes, I am. Oh. Well, hello. I need more snare. <laughs> Schneer. Schneer. Oh, schneer. man. What up, everybody out there? It is uh, two regular guys plus weed. I am CJ. I'm Chris. And we just chilling, man. How's your week? Good, man. Nice and relaxed. Good. Yours? Hey, it was uh, It was hot. <laughs> it was oh, hot, man. It's been fuck. hot out here. I know a lot of people are used to this, to heat and other parts of the country yeah. and shit like that, but we not used to this heat Mm-mm. up here in Oregon and like that this. that humidity and, last night, damn, that uh, killed my ass. Oh, bro, I got up today and I go uh, into the office, and you know we work in a, I work in a design loft. Yeah, I guess you know, so it's like it's not a, a closed. I always want to comment on it when we're on Facetime. Like <laughs> it's kind of a dope concept because you can see how it. Right. But uh, man, the cleaning people were in last Uh-oh. night, and like we got some lights upstairs. First off, it's already hot as hell upstairs because, like I said, it's not closed off, and so there's yeah. no way to keep cool air there. And there's a bunch of big windows. So anyway, um, we uh, we just usually suffer through it, and half of us just work from home, you know, in the afternoons or whatever, you know, work from the office in the morning. And then the uh, the cleaning people came in last night and they left on the lights upstairs and they Ugh. turned off this little fan that we used to pump the cool air from downstairs upstairs, bruh. I walked in there today and I felt like I literally like I grew up in in, in the the humidity of Oklahoma uh, all my life and I literally felt like I was back at home when I walked upstairs this morning like I walked <laughs> I walked up there <laughs> and I meet I like I walked up there I walked up to my desk I put my bag down I immediately turned around picked my bag right the fuck back up walked back downstairs into the air conditioned break room pulled out my laptop and I said fuck it I'm working from here now. <laughs> So yeah, that's how my week has been. It's been hot, uh, not as hot as some other shit that's going on though. So uh, we got a plenty like hot said, shit, plenty hot shit. Like you said, we got a lot of stuff to get into, so we might as well go ahead and set the tone. Um, I want I want to set a certain tone today. Can I do that? Like Joyner Lucas Isis tone, or eh, I just no. want to get hyped. Nah, I'm, uh, well, we'll get hype. We'll, we'll definitely get hype. Um, but there's been a lot of lying going on, man. It's some bold face shit. It ain't even just lying. It's some bold face. Some just fucking just straight up lies just coming out, just flying out from all. It, it, I mean, you got to expect that in an election year. But lately, it's just like, holy shit. How are we this bad? So that's the tone I want to set today. Uh, I'm going to go back with some black keys. Uh, oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like let's let's I like go ahead and set the tone. What you smoking on today? Um, today's choices are brought to you by the Blues Brothers, Belushi Farm. Yeah. Uh, got Bubble Mint and Blue Dragon. Which one's which? I don't know. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. I'm smoking on some uh, some hot Donna from Freedom. That's always a good strain. It's 38. percent Yeah. <laughs>
That's fucked up. Why you show me that right now? That's fucked up. Y'all can't. Y'all need to stop making fun of Mike Tyson's list. Okay. He gonna he gonna hear one of y'all. You seen Mike lately? Yeah. That's yeah. Me. You don't want to make fun of that shit. I Shout out to Mike know, Tyson, sir. It's almost over, y'all. I mean, it ain't over yet, but it's almost over. Hold on. Keys, baby. 
fire. Shout out to Hot Donna. I don't know if that's a 70s show reference or not, but... Shit, I don't know if we can get any more strangers. This shit pretty strange already. times by the black keys and uh man we back so uh there's some strange times afoot chris very strange times i don't know what the fuck's going on i don't know uh i said just a second ago i don't, I don't think we've ever been here before and uh what i kind of mean by that i guess is uh have we ever been on have we ever been weaker as a people as Americans, I don't know if we have. I don't think we have. I don't know if we've ever been weaker as a people and than I, we are you, right now. You can't really compare the Civil War. I mean, it's this is a completely. This is way bigger. This is way larger. You, you take a look around. Uh, you know, just one quick run through any nightly news show on any channel these days. And that's the strange thing. The strange thing is the amount of contrast in the spin. I don't think is as stark as it used to be. No. Uh, I consume news consistently. Uh, some would probably say too much. I consume news so much that I think recently uh, yeah. my body has been trying to compensate by watching a bunch of these dumb down ass fucking Karen videos. I've been just watching the dumbest <laughs> shit lately just to kind of just yeah. get the fuck out of it. Yeah, just get out of the loop. You know what I mean? Just to get out of of the constant barrage of... News 24-7. Yes. I didn't wear my watch all weekend. It's a good, that's a good tactic. And I've never... Like, I go everywhere with my watch. That's a good I go tactic. camping in my with my watch. And um, 
So I've, I've started to leave my watch. I use it during the workday because I use it numerous times throughout the workday. It's very convenient for me to have. Um, yeah. But for me to, I, I've just been trying to leave it. And then I won't like get on my phone immediately in the mornings anymore. Uh-huh. And it's it's like helping. I've that, definitely reduced that. I smoke a lot more weed now. <laughs> that always helps. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you can tell. I mean, have... And the whole time we've known each other, how have I ever not had a haircut? No, no, you've always been pretty. I would say, uh, uh, pause, but no, a pretty well groomed man. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, and then we talked about it right in the quarantine when I got my haircut in May. He's like, yeah. just let it grow into a man bun shit, and I'm, <laughs> here I am. I mean, this shit's getting ridiculous. It's bro. getting long. It, back it, it it looks like Donald Trump's hair. Like look, it just grows in any fucking direction it wants. It curls under. It curls over. It curls there. It's fuck. You're getting a little wolfy. <laughs> it's funny, but I mean, hey, I've cut my own hair since I was uh, about like fifteen or sixteen years old. Um, so you know, during the quarantine, that shit ain't nothing for me. And it, it's funny, uh, I didn't realize how much people relied on barbers i guess because i cut my own hair and this is this, oh. and this is i'm not saying this I love to talk about barber. i'm not to, i'm not talking about how the way you choose to groom yourself what i'm talking about is just perception yeah um from my perception i, I cut my own hair it may it may be the same fucking haircut every time but hey it works for me <laughs> it works yeah. for, it works for my head shape yeah um oh yeah i look ridiculous with a shaved head look <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, some, I, don't, I don't. I don't usually shave it all the way down unless it's like right yeah. now. Like now, oh fuck yeah, I'm shaving that it's shit down as, as close as I can get it to bald because it's so fucking hot. Brother Shaggy Mop, I got on top of my head last night. Ooh, I was about ready shit. to just dunk my head in ice water and just be done with the night. So I'm at work, right? In the last few months since COVID started, yeah, or not in the last few months, but in those first few months after COVID started, yeah. And I start to see, I start to notice more and more guys wearing baseball caps to work. <laughs> yep. <coughs> First time I wore a hat in uh, hat, I can't tell you how many years. Right. <laughs> and the, uh, I come in one day with a fresh cut. And over the years, you know, I've learned how to line myself up. Yeah. And all that shit. So yeah, it looked like I went and sat down in a barber chair. Yeah. It may be a barber college chair, but you know, it's a, it's a barber chair, right? <laughs> and... Most white folks here can't tell the difference anyway. You know, yeah, y'all don't know black. They hair. don't. They don't know. Y'all don't know, y'all don't know when black they hair one anyway. <laughs> um, so then I start having guys come up to me like on the tuck, like in, <laughs> catching me in like little small small corners and shit. Like, hey, hey, so uh, who, who's cutting your hair? Can can they can they can they pull up? <laughs> <laughs> because I know you ain't getting getting it cut in no motherfucking barbershop. Hey, yo, uh, can, can they pull up? Do they pull up? <laughs> yeah, so, I just see a way to make a quick forty bucks every time. Then no, but that's the oh. thing is what I'm saying is, see from their perspective, it just now realize it just now occurred to me that every time I did come in with my haircut before this COVID shit, they thought I went to the barbershop Yeah, they always say, "Hey, did you get a haircut?" And I never really picked up on that. Did you get a haircut? Insinuating that I didn't do it myself. Well, most people don't. I thought quite a few people did though. No, why not? Yo, the barber is like, that's where you gotta go. So that's where. Okay, so now I'm starting to realize. Okay, yo, it's like I'm starting to realize something. No, it's this, and it's a few other things. I want to get into this real quick. This is totally fucking off topic, off script, whatever. 
Um, While we're on it, shout out talking to the town of Boise and Cecil. Yeah, Cecil's a crazy motherfucker, boy. I, I love them. I love that dude. Um, I miss so that barbershop. We go to um, we go to work, and you know, for whatever wage that we earn, right? Usually, for whatever wage that we earn, we're gonna live within that wage bracket of what we can afford. Correct. So you don't see nobody, for example, that's working maybe a mid-level management job trying to buy a multi-million dollar mansion. Yeah, sometimes you do. Some people try to live yeah. beyond their means. No, what you what, uh, you missing what I'm saying. Mid-level management. Uh, uh, yes. You know what I mean? Mid-level management trying to buy a house richer than the CEO's friend. Oh, yeah, no. You know what I mean? Trying to buy, you know, yeah. exactly. That that type, that level. Dream on, sucker. That. So we are always going to be surrounded by other people who pretty much probably earn about the same, we would assume. But you start peeling some layers back and you start actually seeing like there's some people who come up with some crafty ass ways. I'm using myself <laughs> for an example, right? You can be comfortable as long as you understand what sacrifices to make. And what right. skills to learn If you do that You probably could save yourself Quite a bit of money In the long run You could end up giving yourself uh, A little bit of a, a cushion To probably put some money back In savings You can put You know what I mean I mean if you just learn how to do Certain things That are beneficial to yourself Things that you Yourself go and spend money on on a regular basis and I'm not trying to say that to put nobody out no job I, I, I know people out there who do hair do nails you know what I mean barbers and so say hey you know if everybody's doing it you putting us out of a job no not really because there's always going to be people who don't not everybody's going to do something but I'm saying if more people would start picking maybe one or two things that they go to some type of a specialist for that right. they can learn to do for themselves in their home Right. Just do the math and see what that money adds up. Uh, because it may be, I mean, I, I've i been out of the haircut game so long <laughs> that the other day, or not the other day, uh, well before the other day, then the other day, uh, <laughs> one day I take Juan yeah. down to get his haircut. Yeah. And oh, I remember that. I pull in and we get in there, and you know, I mean, the, the total is like 30 bucks. Yeah, and this is normal. Yeah, made me down there shit the bed. <laughs> so then Trey gets up here. That is the whitest thing I've ever heard you say. I know, right? No, nah, it's, it's no, nah, I've said some whiter things than that. <laughs> Definitely have said some whiter things than that. Yeah, it's, um, it's $20 for my haircut, and I always tip at least $10. This was 30 Yeah Before the tip Yeah And Then now During COVID Where they've allowed Some of them To open back up Yeah They do it like On one customer in One customer out basis Yeah It's like 50, 60 bucks now 50 off the yeah. top And people is yeah. like Yo I, I'm i like You gotta do this Every two weeks No You gotta do it Every three four Every Man if you trying to stay fresh, but if you trying to stay, yeah, if you like, trying to stay fresh, there, there was a part where I would I would literally go get my haircut every day, every Thursday at three thirty p.m. Yeah. I had an appointment. Yeah, I used to do it every. Uh, well, I, I would do it every two weeks. 
uh, I was I was managing a call center, uh, and there was a barber next door. Barber was real cool. Uh, shout out to Jerome. Uh, and that was the last time I would go into a barber, and I I went in there f- to to him. Yeah. For two reasons. One, he could he could do do was sick with fades. I can't even do fades, uh-huh. right? You know what I mean. My shit just always stays even. You know, maybe a little tapered. You know, around around the sides. I I got a little fancy over the years. Uh, when I want to, but he, this dude just this dude could fade better than any barber I've ever been to. Because um, I usually go in and get a ball fade, and so uh, plus the man was cool, laid back. I uh, can't remember. He's from somewhere back east. Mm-hmm. Uh, kick game, you know, it was a cool spot to be in. So I was more more or less paying for the ambiance. I was paying for the experience. Right. That's what I think. That's what it mostly is for most people. But even then, this this is how long ago this was. Even then, my cut was fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? My cut yeah. was fifteen. I yeah. gave him extra. I gave him twenty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was love. Yeah. So, uh, when when motherfuckers said thirty off the rip, I'm like, holy shit! I used to like. Did did Clippers start? Did, did Clippers start running on gasoline or something? You got to refill these motherfuckers. Well, it's most most places are doing. You know, now they're trying to keep up with each other, and they're trying to keep up with the big chains and uh, offering the towel and the okay. massage. And if any time, okay. Let me shit. tell you. Look, let me let me let me tell you a secret. Because I know you probably don't know this. Anytime a barbershop mm-hmm. has to compete with one of these big chain oh, that's barbers, a anytime they have to, they have that that a barbershop, a self-owned barbershop, yeah. has to compete with these big chains. Yeah, you don't have enough black people there. That's true. One hundred percent. There's no chain shop in the world that can compete with a black barbershop. That's that's why I want to go back to Boise. No talk of the town. Cecil's place was the best for everything. No chain. You were caught up on every sporting event, all the gossip. Okay, look at the difference. Look at the difference. Okay? Look at the difference. You're paying for the gossip though too. You're talking about Cecil. Uh Uh-huh. Cecil is a barber and a name and a personality and a businessman. He's his own brand. And he's a brand, exactly. Mm-hmm. What brand you know as Supercuts? I don't know. I don't ever go there. <laughs> I'm just saying, what brand you ever heard come from Supercuts? Uh uh. What 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 brand you ever heard from come from uh Sport Clips? I've never gone there. And no, nothing. Actually, you know what? I actually was it two years ago or last year? I had something to go to, and I had to get a haircut, and yeah. I was in Meridian. I can't remember what it was for, and that was the only place I could get in, and I had to do it that day. Oh, it was my son's graduation, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get into my barber here for like two days, and I was like, crap, and I went, and uh, that was the biggest regret of my Dude, life. every time I used to fly into Boise... Yeah. First place I go getting off the plane was the Cecil. Oh yeah. Let me get cut up real quick. <laughs> yep. Before I even hit the telly. Um he's a brand. Yeah. He is a um he is what you see 
multiplied by 15, <laughs> 20 yeah. in any predominantly black area of any major U.S. city. That's why I say if your barbershops are having to compete with a chain, you ain't got enough black people around. Because I guarantee you, going growing up, man, you go into the clubs. That's what mm-hmm. we did. We didn't do bars. We did. We do clubs. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, we go into the club. Fuck the bar. Yeah, I'm not. There's a bar bars. at the club. You trying to go to a bar? There's a bar at the club. Yeah. Come on, let's go. And it's the same price, and it ain't watered down. Let's exactly. Go. Let's go. So, barbers were people in the community. Right. They were they were local celebrities. Right. And I'm not even bullshitting when I say that because we would every year, multiple times a year, I believe, they would have these large ass hair shows uh-huh. at the state fairgrounds in the arena. At the state fairgrounds. Barbers, beauticians, all them shits. In a big ass event. Yeah. All doing hair, competing. My man Corey uh scissor hands. Scissorhands probably one of the most famous barbers in the city, in uh, in Oklahoma City. Scissorhands is so famous in Oklahoma City, and he's so famous for being an Oklahoma Sooner fan. Uh-huh. That anytime Oklahoma is playing in a national game somewhere, the cameras from ESPN find Scissorhands. <laughs> now the rest of the country don't know who they looking who, at. Yeah. They just think it's some other random black dude in the crowd. But everyone there knows. But everybody in the city know they giving love to scissor hands. That's how big scissor hands is. Damn. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's where I come from. So what I say, <laughs> you ain't got enough <clears throat> if you if your barbershops are having to compete with a chain, you ain't got enough black people around. Yeah, I don't I don't like all that extra having to compete like that. I think it's a it's it's a bad, it's bad, bad for business. It's bad. It's bad. It, it, you're taking you're taking the the community out of the community. You are not as diversified as you think you are. So, y'all, don't, don't show some love to your highlight your bartenders and your beauticians because a lot of y'all yeah. due to COVID right now understand they value when they worth in your life because a lot of y'all said. Mm, can they hold this lockdown down just a little bit longer? longer. Just a little bit longer because you've been sitting around. <laughs> you ain't been doing much. You ain't been outside like that. Your barbers, your beauticians. They if you suffer. ain't if if you ain't a preferred client, they ain't pulling up. And yeah, mine had to stop because people turned her in. I was like, what the fuck? You basically you stopped because you're not Instagram ready. <laughs> <laughs> because you now you understand they value. You know what? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to Instagram right now. Shout out to Scissor Hands too. And I'm going to search Gresham Barber. And the first one that pops up, that's the next person I'm going to. Cause if they're Instagram famous. The um the way that that I, I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be lost on people in the moment that we're in right now. When I say, <laughs> again, I guess now it's gonna be a metaphor or a euphemism, whatever the fuck you call it. Whatever you language arts people are on, I don't know, don't come for me, fuck you. <laughs> um, when it comes, 
comes down to it, I say you don't have enough black people around if your barbershops are having to compete with a chain, your local barbershops. There's also a, a, a nod to how much culture we do bring to a community and how much community we bring to a community. You 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 would be hard pressed to find anywhere in the United States where black people are living comfortably and flourishing that there is a high amount of crime uh, that there's a higher amount of anything of any negative let, let's just call it let's just call it across the board any negative statistic that you would apply solely to the black community when you look at black communities that are not financially repressed that you don't see those statistics fall in line with those who are you turn around you flip that around on the other side of the coin and you look at poor white people in trailer parks and you see a way higher amount of crime than you do of educated whites uh-huh. which you would call college educated whites mm-hmm. right uh, understand that for the most part when it comes to opportunity and the trajectory of a person's life where they come from matters just as much as what they're exposed to outside of that environment right you have to take that shit into account Mm-hmm. You have to understand that when you have a child that comes from a impoverished community, that doesn't mean that that child is not worthy of good education. You know what I mean? Top notch education of, of right. you know what I mean? That they're not worth the spending yeah. of money equally. You want to say no child left behind then truly fucking mean it. Right. Uh, and I'm, it's not it's not a hill I'm finna get on. I don't even know, I don't even know no, how I fucking got off on this track. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird hill just to just to get off on. Uh, but what I will say is, um, allow us to flourish. Allow us to be part. We will definitely improve your lives, one hundred percent. If you give us the same opportunities. You see, it's always a crazy story, right? And I get offended by the story. They show you some inner city kid at you know some inner city public school mm-hmm. that's exceptionally intelligent that has gone through and taken all the advanced placement classes and got the highest GPA possible and when took the SATs and dominated, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's a good word to use or dominated. Got a high score. All right. <laughs> Study high. Take the test. High. Right. Get high scores. Uh, you know, I kind of spiked, spiked the ball a little bit there. <laughs> but uh, you, you almost, you almost have to cry for that kid. Because he's off the charts mm-hmm. in that school. But he wasn't given the opportunity to have something better than that school and see where he really, really can test himself. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, where we let's let's take him out of what we already know is a shitty system, right? Right. I could go be, let's say I'm a division one blue chip college athlete. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I end up at like this division three level school. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking blow these motherfuckers out. Like we right. playing basketball, I'm dunking all over these motherfuckers. Right. Like these, you're gonna they, stand out. They can't fuck with me at all. I'm maxing out all the stats. <laughs> Just dominating. But that's different when I play up against Kentucky. That's different when I play against Duke. It's different when I play against North Carolina. Right. Because for every one of me, there's twenty of them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we all vying for a limited amount of spots. Right. That's basically what that kid is. That kid to me is that beast of an athlete mm-hmm. that was for whatever reason is restricted to this division three level of competition. He's going he's gonna dominate. Mm-hmm. That maybe that's where that that's where that word needed to come in. <laughs> that's what I was just thinking too. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna dominate. And so, um, it's sad because you never really know how this kid's going to react when his resolve does get tested. It hasn't been tested yet. Right. He's been kneecapped by a bad system, a shitty system. Tested in different ways. Right. He hasn't been given the top level of education. He hasn't been mm. given, you know what I mean? He hasn't seen what, what his potential could be. And because he hasn't seen what his potential could be, and because of how he looks on paper, some people will continue to use that against him for the rest of his life. Right. So You need more black people around Or at least Give them the same opportunities Give them the same amount of spending That's one way you talk about We talk about equality right mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm on record of saying You can't You can't ask for equality And expect to get it No But We are in one of the Weird situations where every couple of years we can vote in and out some new fucking people, right? Mm-hmm. And now the amount of people that are playing the old guard game are starting to dissipate. However, they are training a lot of young new blood to mm-hmm. continue playing the game their way. Yes. Whether they will succeed before these halls of power are replaced with people who see the world in a different way enough to say, hey, we need to spread everything around equally. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know, maybe we'll get to see the downfall of America just as fast as we can read about the the uprise or the upcoming of America in these outdated-ass textbooks. Mm -hmm. One of the two. It's a weird tangent to get off on, but you know, fucking thirty six minutes in, what we got? <laughs> oh, oh, that was some good weed. I'm sorry. I found a good barber here, and it's really diverse as shit. When your client list looks at this diverse, we got some trailblazers on there. Uh, barber stars, barber shop in Gresham. Look at it. this. Not a- Hold on, what's the address? Um, one hundred five North Main. That's the place. Oh, dude, they've got. It's in that little shopping center right there, right? I think so. Yeah, they got some dope ass. It's right down Main Arbors and Burnside. Ma- Main and Burnside, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the place. Shit, they do everything. They got dudes in there doing face masks. Yeah. Like, they got. No, it's lit. Don't get me wrong. It's lit Damn. up in there. I'm gonna have to, that's it's dope. Yeah, I'm gonna have to drive. I didn't get Gresham. I didn't get that barbershop feel, but I was only in there one you know for one at that one time. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it was I got I, I got a chemistry between the barbers, obviously. But yeah, you know what I mean, got, nobody got like a 
Harley in the middle of the place. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to check them out. Uh, yeah, man. Barbers, they're stars. They're some of those people who are geniuses. That's why the conversations that you, when you go into a barbershop. Yeah. Man, whoever, whoever... Whoever came up with the idea to start filming that shit with, with whatever with LeBron uh, and all them, I was like, yo, that, that was an idea that just been sitting out there like a low hanging curveball for fucking right uh, for however long we've had black barbershops. Like you, if you could put a camera in a black barbershop, the movie barbershop don't even do it justice. <laughs> <laughs> and they was had some wild shit going on in that movie. That, you know what I mean? It, it was along a, a plot line, but you know what I mean? Like it was. It was no, a family bruh, movie. Bruh, I seen some wild shit in a barbershop. I seen a motherfucker come in a barbershop with a bag, a duffel bag. In this duffel bag, this motherfucker had a, a, I think it was like a piece of cardboard or something separated in between. And on one side, he had DVDs, like all in oh, little, yeah. you know, all the oh, DVDs, yeah. CDs, you know, all in the little sleeves. On the other side, this motherfucker had Munchies. no meat, nigga, steaks. Oh. <laughs> Hamburger meat, sausages. Like, <laughs> I would have bought the whole bag. Bruh, somebody, I think, I think this motherfucker has some ribs. Like, <laughs> a whole rack. I would have got ribs from him. Dude, I seen some, uh, I, dude, I seen, I seen baby mamas <laughs> wild out on dudes at the bar. Oh my God. That shit happens way more often than it should. Because especially if a dude's a regular at a barbershop and she know you already be there, she passed by there and <laughs> see your car hanging out there, bruh. She will pull up and embed that is that is like finding uh you know a hundred dollars in, in in your own fucking jeans that you didn't know you had. Like you get for her, she gets to embarrass the fuck out of you in front of all your friends. <laughs> that is jackpot gold. She's down for that. Like you ain't y'all ain't even gotta be beefing. Like you probably yeah. you probably could have just came from the crib, laid it down. She was all lovey-dovey on you. She driving by on the way to the store to go get us something to drink. She see your car over at the barbershop and she just like, I'm feeling so good. I'm finna get one in real quick. <laughs> and just pull up on some wild shit. Just saying some shit that neither one of y'all have nothing to do with. And everybody, oh, that shit. Hey, yo, that's, that's the barbershop, bro. So... Anyway, I think what we got. What we got in the news, man? What's going on right now? There's a uh, um, <laughs> we got Chris. Um, emus have been banned for bad behavior at a hotel in Australia. <laughs> yo, yo, who the fuck's bringing the emus to the hotel? And what is the bad behavior they were banned for? Uh, um. <laughs> There was two birds in particular. Their siblings, Kevin and Carol. They're um, they started the band. It's uh, they're raised by an animal rescuer, but uh, they snatched toast. They found a way to get into the restaurant. Yeah, and they yo. snatched toast and French fries away from people. Hold on, hold on, and, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Run it back. Run it back. You said their names was Kevin and Karen. Kevin and Carol. Kevin and Carol. Yeah. If you combine Carol and Kevin, you get Karen. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So uh, they gained access to the pub and 
got drunk and um, they had to get everybody involved it's a tiny town to come get it under control <laughs> so they've had to put up a sign at their bar at their pub and their um, how hotel that emails are not allowed why do you have to make that sign um, they're very popular with visitors actually that's fucking nuts yeah and a lot of times when they said when people are making toast in the annex a head will just come across and grab toast and it's an emu because people just bring them yo man people just why do people just have emus like this I don't know this is in Australia you said yeah oh, that's why yeah alright never mind never mind alright that's just some funny ass <laughs> shit Yo, imagine, imagine pulling up to the bar. Yo, like, like now, emu is like a fucking status symbol thing, right? And so, yo, 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 check this out, yo. It's my emu. Yo, yo, I'm finna pull up. And I want y'all to look, cause my emu, it got them color changing feathers, bro. Yo, watch this. Boop, boop. Yo, yo, I got, I got the, I got, I got the, uh, the, 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 the candy paint uh, fingernail polish on their talons, like. Yo, people gonna be decking out their emus and shit, like getting their emus necks tatted up. <laughs> Emu life on their necks. Yo, that is, I wonder if that that could actually be a trend. For fuck's sakes, please don't. I hope nobody listens. To Yo, this. if somebody rolls up with a tattooed emu neck, I want to hear. The, I want to hear their story. Like instantly, I'm sitting down. Like I'm, I'm sitting down, fucking crisscross applesauce. <laughs> I'm kind of like, onto it. I like it. <laughs> I want to hear your story, bro. Because if you walk up to to me with an emu with a tattoo on his neck and he just chilling, just chilling with everybody like you one of the homies, like just just standing in the circle and shit while we passing the blunt. Fuck, dude. I want to hear your story. I do. I, I at no that moment. Shit. Oh, I gotta hear it. Um. So, are you seeing that the uh, the Democratic National Convention is going on right now? <sighs> Yeah. yeah. Uh so I saw some fucked up shit last night. Oh yeah. Um scrolling through the abyss that is Twitter. Oh god. And I'm seeing a motherfucking trending topic and it says Big Mike. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking it's Big Mike the rapper. Right. Um, like Killer Mike? No, not Killer Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike, the actual yeah. rapper. Um, go look. I'm, like, I'm, I'm thinking like to myself, like, is Big Mike dead? Then I had to actually look up. Is Big Mike dead? <laughs> but oh, that's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and so I click on it. Big Mike, it was not me that said that. Man, it was a bunch of motherfucking <laughs> right-wing trolls talking about Michelle Obama. They called him Big Mike. I said, yo, that's fucked up. That is fucked up. Oh, my God. Man, y'all don't understand. Y'all keep talking. And then I wake up this morning on my way to work. I'm uh, scrolling through my my notifications and I'm just thinking to myself, okay, all these motherfuckers talking shit about Michelle Obama because she made a speech at the at the convention. And I said, so you know this motherfucker Trump finna get loaded up. He gonna say some shit. You gotta oh, watch yourself. Man. Cause now you talking about, hey, this motherfucker can actually reach out and touch you. 
I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but he's 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 a he, he got he he got some some secrets too. Uh, he he knows some shit and he knows some people. Uh, you talking to somebody that can actually reach out and touch you, and you talking shit about his wife. Uh, hey, y'all y'all know how Barry get down. Barry don't Man, come he, to he don't come to your doorstep. He from Chicago. Yo, Barry don't even come to your he don't even come to your state to your neighborhood. Yo, he is a drone. Barry Barry come from the sky. <laughs> Like a mother, like a motherfucking bald eagle. <laughs> um, oh shit! You gonna be out of office soon, and his homie gonna be in there. <laughs> so I, I will watch your mouth. Um, you already going to jail anyway. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Holy fuck! He's going to jail. Oh man! I don't know. He straight up said the only way he's losing today is if the election's rigged, Bruh He's going to jail. He is going. He ain't trying to leave. He barricading himself in that motherfucker right now. Have you seen it lately? Yes. He's going to jail. He's creating. He, he. What? What? Are, <laughs> let me. Let me show you. Let me show you how I know. I'm gonna break this down for you. You said he's doing what right now? He's barricading himself in there. Okay. They've reinforced wall. You can't get near the White House right now. Okay. So. Donald Trump. Says um, Barack Obama Wasn't eligible to be president Because he wasn't born in America Mm -hmm. Then he says He doesn't know if Kamala Harris Was eligible to be vice president Because Her parents were immigrants Uh Not born in America does what was Trump's parents born? Yeah, Germany, mm, Poland, something like that. Yeah. They wasn't born here though. No, no. I don't think Donald Trump was born here. In fact, I saw a well, meme no, that I'm said just, he was I, no, born. I'm, I'm just, just, we'll put a pin <laughs> in that real quick. Donald Trump says that he handled the coronavirus. Better than any other president or any other mm-hmm. uh, uh, president has had handled a crisis of such magnitude. And then he talks shit about Barack Obama and the way he handled swine flu or H1N1. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, what I'm doing here is I'm showing you Donald Trump projects. Oh, yeah. A lot. Oh, yeah. So if he's now starting to barricade himself into the White House, uh-huh. he's just getting ready for what's going to happen when he's out of the White House. Mm-hmm. He's going to be surrounded by the motherfucking walls. <laughs> <laughs> it is projection 101. Yep. He knows he's going to prison. That's why he's reinforcing the walls. <laughs> I think he I I still think my theory is correct. He's going to flee in the middle of the night. To a country with no extradition and just bounce and leave his family to deal with it. Nah, nah, he'll take Ivanka. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he'll take her. He'll take Ivanka. Yeah, he'll, he'll take Ivanka. He'll take Ivanka and leave Jared to get yeah. to, to take he'll, the rap ball and that shit. He'll leave Jared. He'll leave everyone else. But it, and I mean him. He thinks he's her. So I mean, I think he'll actually take. Uh, I think he'd take Ivanka, and I think he. he I think he actually might take. He might uh, grab Junior. Nah, nah. I think he'd take Eric. 
You think you take Eric? I think Eric is the only one in a facing on charges. That we know of. I mean, we haven't heard of his name being really. Only thing we've maybe heard, he's the snitch. Only thing, ooh, maybe he's the that's, leak. That's, that's, that could be a good theory. That could. Yeah, that, that, let's hold on. Let's follow that for a minute. Because Eric is also the one who told us a long time ago in an interview that when the banks wouldn't touch his father and they wouldn't give them any money mm-hmm. that in his words uh, well actually I'm not going to say it, paraphrasing his words we we borrowed a lot of money from the Russians the Russians love Trump mm-hmm. we got money from Russians when nobody else would loan us see what I'm saying right so that may track because Junior been I mean Junior been solid Junior might have made some gas but Junior been solid Junior got him he's down his girl she down he lost his wife picked up a new girlfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> and she got Corona she got Rona <laughs> from having a birthday party wasn't it mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking birthday party with the Rona Oh, oh my God! Did you see all these fucking college parties? They're fucking idiots, dude. We ain't never getting rid of this shit. Nope. This is why you cannot trust young people to make good decisions. You know, China did their first outdoor EDM concert yesterday with in Wuhan, and they were able to do so because they have had no transmission since May because they forced. The lockdown and the masks. Um, Dr. Deborah Burks was on TV recently, quoted as saying oh. um, that basically America Americans would not tolerate such a, a stringent lockdown. Basically, as, as she was, yeah. she was comparing it to uh, Italy. Yeah, and no, it's true. We are too entitled. We are. We're a bunch of entitled babies. Yeah, we are. We're a bunch of little bitches bunch of entitled ass little bitches that don't understand what's in our best interest we've divided ourselves into these bubbles right these these sides right these parties these groups these cliques these gangs so what the fuck they are we've divided ourselves into all of these different little sections and so the age old uh, playbook for uh, imperial advancement when you trying to move in on another country step number one divide the people mm-hmm. divide the people because a divided people are easier to conquer and then if you divide them again it makes it easier how many little groups and factions we got going right now? Right. So, um, I hope people start understanding something. Yes, we get the shit into the stick always from our perspective, but that's just it. It's just our perspective. Now, a lot of people out there make a lot of money, gain a lot of influence, 
and are able to execute a lot of things based upon I would say the uh, the rallying of people with multiple or people with, diff- with, with with similar viewpoints right mm-hmm. that's why people show up for protests like a lot of people with a similar viewpoint that feel strongly enough about it will show up and they will protest yeah but what are protests anymore are they any different than anything that we've seen for a lo- I don't want to say the boy that cried wolf I was about to use that but I don't want to use that because that's wrong um, we've seen the protest playbook before we've seen it play out mm-hmm. so much that it's no longer it's lost its shock value right right it's it's it happens too much so we can still protest but we need to find a different way other than taking to the streets or rallying around a building like let's economically protest we see how much how much that shit works it works great it works fucking awesome you start moving money around and I mean dedicating people to moving mm-hmm. money around yep bruh that changes shit so fast and you start to fi- you start to figure out real quickly who the power players in your area are Mm-hmm. The people who can make decisions in what you do, and let me tell y'all something. I'm gonna tell y'all something real quick. Maybe I get shot for this one day. <laughs> I'm speaking to all my dope boys, all my traffickers, all of my my big money dudes. Politicians are cheap. Yep. They are cheap. Buy some. Mm-hmm. You'll be in. You you would probably be surprised at how cheap politicians are. Buy you some. Find out who they are in your district. Show up to fundraisers. Sign up for their campaign emails. Show up with a check. Introduce yourself. Then you can go to one of their political action committee fundraisers. You show up with a check. You introduce yourself to them too. You'd be surprised what you can do with 10 grand or less. You can buy a lot of influence for 10 grand or less. It's sad, huh? I'm I'm just gonna say I'm I'm just it's saying good. it's good, but it's sad. At yeah, the same no, time. I'm I'm saying this 100 percent because see, this is the thing. Remember, I said you, and I'm I'm gonna say this real quick, and we're gonna get off this shit. We're gonna change the mood up. Um, I said before, you don't get to ask for equality. If somebody, if you had to ask for somebody for, for equality, you'll never get it because the person that you're asking to give you the equality that you seek understands that they have an advantage. And you don't see people just giving up advantages. If me and you, Chris, if me and you were to play Monopoly mm-hmm. 500 times, mm-hmm. right? And every one of those times, I started off with $100 
and in jail. You started off with $3,000 and the whole side of the board from the greens all the way down to a uh, fucking boardwalk and park place. Oh, that's fair. With, with hotels on them. Oh, that's fair, right? Yeah. And we played this game 500 times. And 500 times you won. Mm-hmm. And on time number 501, I said, hey, that was cool. But this time, how about we both start out with $2,500 and no property? And we just race to see who's going to be the best. Mm -hmm. Is there an incentive for you to do that? Hell no. Would you be willing to do that? And it's just a game. Not you. Not you. (laughs) But I mean, would you be willing to do that? No, people don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to give up an advantage, whether that advantage is actually there, it is earned, or just simply perceived. Right. It's like companies that earned 40, 70, 20, 30 billion dollars during this whole pandemic. Right. Them, dude, I could solve world hunger and give the world free power with $10 billion. Akon did that shit with less than 100 million. It's nuts. And people are okay with this. Um, It's ridiculous. The reason why... And I want to be careful. Because I I heard a good quote from a movie one time. And it may have been a superhero movie or something. But there was a quote that said... Before you go trying to change the world... Make sure the people in it don't like it the way it is already. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. I can't remember what it was from. Not everybody wants to be where we strive to be. Right. Not even all of us strive to be the same things. No. What you strive to be today may be different tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It happens. It should. It's called evolution and maturity. Right. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. And then when I got a little bit older, I wanted to play sports. Got a little bit older. I think I, I think at one point I had a dream to go into like forensics, mm-hmm. right? And that dream just kept evolving and evolving and evolving and evolving. At one point, I was like, oh, I want to live in a big city. Yeah. Now I can't wait to get the fuck out, get the, of fuck out the city. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, I just want a couple yeah. of acres and a house and a, a couple of shops. And so, um, you know, we're all work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, though... See, in order for us to get equality, we have to rely on the notion that the people we're asking for the equality wants it to change from being in their favor. Mm -hmm. So we can't ask for equality. No. Just got to go take it. Mm -hmm. Now, you behind the eight ball, 100%. 
but you also got a playbook. You seen how it's done. You gotta go back and look. There's it, a map. One of the most. Oh, exactly. There's a fucking map. Use it. But people hate looking in, at directions and don't want to stop and ask for directions either. Yo, I heard a lot of rappers say this shit before. If you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in a book. It's true. And that goes back to what I was talking about the kid with the the, the extraordinary GPA mm-hmm. that I weep for. Because even the best of the best of us still get fucked in the same system. Right. But that's because we keep trying to play somebody else's game. We keep trying to play somebody else's board. We keep trying to play in somebody else's neighborhood that we can't afford. Instead of just saying, fuck your game, we're going to build our own. Mm-hmm. This might take us some time. We might have to round up some people. We might have to put some people together. We may have to come up with some things. We may have to endure some uh, 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 some policies uh, that, that, that restrict us from doing certain things. We may have to adapt. We may have to learn along the way. But there is a playbook. Mm-hmm. And we've seen what it looks like in this in, in, in this country in, in the past when we have done this. We've seen what Tulsa looked like. We've seen what happened in Rosewood. Mm-hmm. We've seen all of this shit. You know what I mean? If you if people who are out there who are listening, if you haven't heard of that, go look it up. One of my favorite places to go back growing up was Bowley, Oklahoma. Every year they'd have the Bowley Rodeo. Bowley was an all-black town, one of the earliest settled towns uh, in Oklahoma. Tell me about this. Yeah, it was great because you go to Bowley, because you grew up in Oklahoma, right? You you're gonna be exposed to you know the tip some of the typical jokes they make about Oklahoma, all those cows and shit everywhere. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You you get exposed to some of that if you do enough living. If you get outside the city enough. Right And getting outside the city Is not hard <laughs> um, Everybody got a grandma Especially if you black Oh man If you black You got some family That live in the country You are always going out there For some type of holiday At some point during the year Whether it's 4th of July Cause you know Going out there So y'all can pop fireworks Or something Everybody got some family Out in the country Especially if you black You uh, So going to Bowley It was great to me Because Growing up in Oklahoma, you see most of the representation of cowboys, mm-hmm. white dudes. Yeah, the Cowboy Hall of Fame is in Oklahoma City. Yeah, right up the street from the the, the, the independent school I told you I used to go to. Mm. Right around the corner from that shit is the National Cowboy Hall of Fame, and most of those are represented by white cowboys. Yeah, but Bowley, man, Bowley was one of the motherfucking places where I could go and see. City folk mixed with country folk, cowboys mixed with gangbangers, <laughs> and everybody black. It's all black everything. Everywhere. Bro, I saw some dudes get into a fight one time. Sheriff rolled by on a horse, pulled out his, his, his pistol, 
<laughs> fucking shot three shots into the ground. Told him to break it up. And kept on moving. <sighs> Bruh, this is... <laughs> I'm not bull. I'm keep it pushing, pimping, bro. Everybody scattered and shit, and all I heard was just say, "Break that shit up." That's how it should and he be. kept on going. That's how it shouldn't be if we're gonna have law enforcement. So, um, that's one of the. Uh, that I just, I, I get, I get what it looks like. Yeah, when we do it, but then we also have the fear of when we do it. How long does it take before? It's infiltrated and broken down simply because it's us doing it. Mm-hmm. You don't go into the Asian communities and break their shit up. You don't go into the Jewish communities and break their shit up. You don't go into the the Indian communities and break their shit up. Maybe if they're Muslim, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> depending on where you're at. I was just gonna say it depends on what if you know where you're at. All of these other ethnicities of people who are definitely first and second generation immigrants who come over here and stack up and, and build communities and, and, and practice group economics and allow themselves to gain power and influence in the cities that they operate in and so they mm-hmm. start having their own districts and running their own you know uh, 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 people and to get into government and in the office. Mm-hmm. You don't impede none of that shit. But let some black folks do it? Oh, hell no. We dropping bombs from motherfucking airplanes. Mm-hmm. So, that's a little nuance, man. We an hour in. We got to change the mood. You should play bombs over Baghdad after <sighs> Where's that shit at? What you, what you got to smoke on over there now? I don't know. It's one of them um, Belushi ones. Bubble oh. Mint or Blue Dragon. The uh, I went down to that farm. Yeah. He's got he's got a really nice farm. Yeah, uh, I give him that. Let's see here. The weed's pretty good too. Yeah, he he he's he's gotten yeah. better. He's gotten way yeah. better. Yeah, this this bubble mint and the and the blue dragon have been tremendous. Yeah, <laughs> what's up. Here we go. Fucking with three stacks. Not a chance, not a chance. That's Southern royalty. Who knows? Those traces. I want you to ever think of your rock a microphone like that. 
goddamn block, we still stay free. Big things happen every time we meet. Like a frat team, crack ain't dying to geek. Outcasts bumping up and down the street. Slam back, can't let by five niggas be. 75 MCs freestyling to the beat. Cause we get drunk, stay drunk at the club. Should've bought an ounce, but you caught the dub. Should've held back, but you stole the punch. Supposed to meet you good, but you packed the lunch. No D to the U to the G for you. Got a son on the way by the name of Bamboo. Got a little baby girl for a year, Jordan. Never turn my back on my kids for them. Should've hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Rag, top, top, boy, you eat up, get a laptop. Make a minute for yourself, boy, set some goals. Make a fat dime out of dusty coal. Record number four, but we on the road. Hold up, slow up, stop, control. Like Janet, planet, stack on it, it's only a moving life floor, come straight to Florida. Lock like you understand, block the quarters. Put it up on bell, cause the weapons in order. Like a three piece bitch, for I cut your daughter. You kettle talk a bell, then I hit the border. Pity pad rapper trying to get the five. I'm a microphone fiend trying to stay alive. When you come to ATM, well, you bet not high, cause the Dunning family gon' ride. <laughs> South is fucking with, with with three stacks just on, on, on a one-on-one level none nobody 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 I don't know man that's that's tough competition who who three stacks three stacks don't mark anybody I mean he's fucking yeah but yeah. who's who's the competition though for him Oh man, hold on, hold on. He ain't really got any. Y'all already know who that was, man. We don't even need to say who the fuck Mm-mm. that was. If you don't know who the fuck that was, what the hell are you doing listening to this podcast? Yes. Uh, who Who's a better, or not better, who would you say is of Southern rappers in the same class as Three Stacks? Define Southern. I mean, hailing from... Claiming and hailing from any of the southern states. Now, fucking with him on what level? Lyrical talent and originality. 
Nothing even close. He is in no. He's in a class all by he's himself. He's a musician. He, the, the, he's um, he's like uh, he, like to compare him seriously. The only person I can compare him with is seriously like an Elton John. He's that standout, flashy, can do whatever he wants. You know what I mean? No, I wouldn't give him that. You know, because you know, because there's somebody close no, to him. No, I mean like musically. No, no, there's somebody close to him that I would give that to before I give it to Three Stacks, and that'd be CeeLo. Really? As a, as a more of a comparison to like an Elton John type. Really? Definitely CeeLo. Really? Definitely more. more CeeLo would be closer to an Elton John. I would say if if, if we wanted to go in that kind of that I'm just type saying, of comparison, Three Stacks like. He is a serious musician. He plays numerous instruments. He's as the CeeLo. I forget that CeeLo does play instruments. Yeah. He plays all the instruments and his stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah no, CeeLo's a little CeeLo's a little bit more eccentric than, than Three Stacks. I don't know. Three Stacks kind of weird sometimes. Three Stacks performs in some he's, crazy shit, but he's a pretty normal. Yeah, CeeLo you will see in a fucking wedding gown at Kroger's. Oh yeah, I forgot he went real weird there for a bit. So, yeah, he nah. still is. Like it's it's. Yeah, I, I would definitely say CeeLo would probably be the more Elton John. <laughs> that's comparison. right. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I just meant like musically on that level, like composes his own, like has like if Three Stacks held a concert, he could literally hold a concert anywhere in the world, and people <laughs> would flock to it. Now, I would say Three Stacks is more of a Jimi Hendrix type. That's a good comparison, actually. Yeah, he's more of a Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, um, if we're going like that type of that that type of comparison. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Uh, he's got a a flair about him, but it's also reserved. Yeah, uh, you know, you see him on like the award shows and some crazy shit, but like on the out al- most of the album covers and shit like that, he's in more of like some cool cat shit. Yeah, you know, he always it's, has it's been, eccentric, though. it's fly. You know what I mean? But yeah. him, him and Big Boy contrast well with each other in that way because Big Boy, you always see him the same way. Yeah. He on some t shirt and jeans type shit. Yeah, you know? and, and big fur jacket and some chains and shit. Yeah, he on some, some Timberland, some, some real, some real, some real dope boy shit. Yeah. And I think that's why they made such a good classic group instantly oh too. My God, dude. like the Dungeon Dungeon Family was great. It was dope. Gave us some classics. Great all around. Right. Dude, every album was a classic. It's there, yeah. There's no comparison though. Every, every you know how hard it is to say every <laughs> album was a classic. I don't know Has Big Boy I mean I know Big Boy's made an album Since yeah. You know what I mean By He's himself made, but, Hasn't he made a couple Uh I believe so But has 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 three stacks No he, Like He he. I know he's popped in On some features here and there He's done features and stuff And that's all I ever find from him And it's And it's hard to find Even those features a lot Sometimes He's like he, He's like the male Lauren Hill Oh Don't say that I mean, no, nah, he gave us more work than Lauren did. For and I'm not holding that against Lauren. Don't get me wrong, because yeah. I definitely understand why Lauren did do yeah. what she did, and I respect that. Yeah. And you know how dope you got to be to be considered one of the best female rappers of all times, and you never put out a rap album, right? <laughs> like you rapped on your album I mean, in some spots, yeah. but you never put out an actual rap album. Great. Yeah. 
And she's right on top five MC female MC list. Top everywhere. three. And you're like, how? Top three <laughs> for most people. But then you throw any of her shit on? Man. And you can't stop. Dude, speaking of which, see, my fa- she's got my favorite song. I think probably one of, well, I won't say my favorite song, but one one of my favorite songs uh, of all time, and that would have to be that uh, Superstar. Oh. The, uh, uh, hold on, I'm getting to it. Yeah. Damn, why well, I got so much damn shit in my fucking, I did not realize I had this much damn, uh, there we go. This joint. I don't think they they can't hear it in the headphones, but oh yeah they can. Here we go. Me straight up, just you know what I mean, like that. Just, yeah. just that hook alone, it's it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. It always will be. Uh, it's a timeless song, and you know Lauren kills it like she always does. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's one of one of the ways that you you it, it like what I was saying earlier about perspective, mm-hmm. right? Uh, some people will say the greatest female rapper of all time, Missy who, Elliott. There's no argument. I know you. You are. You have a love affair going on with Missy Elliott. One of these days, yo. One of these days, when this podcast get big, I'm gonna have Missy Elliott. We're gonna have Missy Elliott on, and I'm gonna do that shit just to troll your ass. Uh, If I met Missy Elliott in real life, I'd faint. I know. (laughs) That's why I'm gonna bring her on. Like it's gonna be just out of pocket too. Like you ain't even gonna know who the guest is for the day. And we're gonna be going through pre-production, and I'm be like, oh man, yeah, 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 they running late, they running late. They, you know what I mean? They'll be here in just a second. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> get these notes going. Uh, and then yeah, we're gonna pop in, and all of a sudden, fucking Missy Elliott's gonna walk in. I'm having people just filming, like, what's your reaction? <laughs> I'm gonna be like one of them fainting goats, <laughs> fanboy the fuck out. I would, and it's not like, and it was, it's. It's everything about her. Like when she came out, she was in a male dominated field. She was, but she came out just spitting. She was aggressive. And it wasn't just her rapping, it was everything about her. Gotcha. It was her personality. It was that fierceness behind her. And she wasn't scared to do nothing. And I was like, damn. She's in my top five. Yeah. But that's why uh, that's my she's my crush on, on her. She's probably she's probably actually my number four. Some she's people, probably a solid number four. Some people crush on movie stars and you know shit like that, and I I crushed on Missy Elliott. Uh, one of my top three would probably surprise most people. Actually, Lauren, Lauren we talked about this. Actually, Lauren shouldn't surprise episode, most we? people. No, I don't think we talked about top five females. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. Cause it was we were uh, we talked about when we did this rock show. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. My top five changed. 
<laughs> it's fluid, motherfucker. It I, is. It can be. I have the ability and the right to change my mind at any time I want to because it's my shit. Fuck you. Right. So, um, my top five. Well, let's say my top three. My top three would probably surprise people. Because I think the top three, I'd say Lauren, number one, straight out. Cheat code. I thought that's what you said that time, too. I cheat code, whatever. Damn, I just mace myself with those in my accident. <laughs> number two, this is where it's going to start getting shaky. Number two, I think I got to go Jean Grey. I thought you had her up high last time, too. Maybe I did. I think you did. And then number three, MC Light. That may be the same same one. I think I that was the same. Okay. Well I may, I may be I may be consistent. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it still may shock people. My top my number four, uh Missy Elliott. My number five. Fuck, that's a tough one. Machine gun Kelly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, you know what, Lil Wayne? No, I know you hate him. No, I know you hate him. See, you gonna you the type of dude gonna get us snuffed one day? Like we gonna be <laughs> we gonna be we we gonna, we gonna make it big somewhere. We gonna actually think we we doing something. We gonna have like the first time somebody actually come out and dress us, and then we gonna run across somebody that you say something and then painting me like oh he don't like your ass. And then motherfuckers <laughs> just gonna snuff my ass and I'm gonna look at you like what the fuck man. Bro, I, I, there are some of his songs that I actually truly really like and it's really hard because it's weird it's weird <laughs> it's really weird it's a complicated thing yeah cause they're they're later songs or they're not popular songs at all mm-hmm. and but it's not like it I didn't like Fireman and all that shit when he was popular. Fireman, fire yeah. for Fireman. Yeah, and like shit <laughs> so like, like that. Uh, so like Beavis. But there's some fire, there's fire, some fire. really good songs that he has that I really think he's like really he he actually gets really deep, mm-hmm. and I like people that do that, especially through music. Like yeah. I understand it and I get it. He might be the richest rapper in the world or the most famous rapper in the world, but. Think Jay Z's the rich rapper? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, like back then he was still hove. Yeah, but <laughs> um, these motherfuckers still got problems too. Oh, definitely. If you're a human, a if you're, whole new if level, you're a human though. being, you have problems. The right. more, right? The more you, as a human being, are in demand to other human beings, the 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 more your problems can and will magnify. You add in more right. money to that as well. Um, and you start to become a a, a, a source mm-hmm. for friends and family who may have, may or may not have been there during your meteoric rise. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other set of problems. Oh yeah. And um, uh, some people deal with them in weird ways. <laughs> I guess it yeah. looks like Wayne may have decided to get a tattoo every time he had a problem I don't know mm-hmm. he ran out of places so he started putting them all on his face and then he ran out of places <laughs> there and he probably put them in places we don't see I guarantee you there's not I don't even do we even see any of Wayne's original skin anymore 
I don't know. Like his face, and that's about it, right? Like of his original skin. You see a little bit on his face. Yeah. I bet you, if for every other part of Wayne that we can see, it's all tatted up. Kind of got a lot of dope stories to tell his grandkids, though. Yeah. If that represents your problems and your pain, because some people do that. Yeah. He may be one of those people. Right. And that's a lot of fucking problems. <laughs> that's a lot of shit to carry around, dude, yeah. permanently. Come to think about it. Kind of you got ain't some, never getting rid of that shit. It's when I got my tattoos was kind of changing <laughs> through shit. <laughs> Yo, you're starting to see some of these old people now that were like some of the early people that got like really mm-hmm. hella tatted up mm-hmm. and now they hold that old and that shit starts to sag. Mm-hmm. Shit starts to change. That's oh, a whole new shit now. I like the ones like I see some that are just like 60 year old like tattoos. And they still look dope. But then you see some and you're just like, what is, what was that? <laughs> like, what did that say at one point? Yeah. Oh, oh, that was words. <laughs> that was, uh. I, oh, was that a Picasso? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like somebody just drew some falling sticks. <laughs> Those are my nipples. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. It said mother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All all the sticks have separated and they're falling on top of each other. Oh man, the um, I'm too high for this. I'm way too high for this shit. Uh, so, you know, hour and thirty minutes into it, uh, <laughs> let's talk about some news. <laughs> what happened this week? Oh man, There's we never much. we never did fucking that's dope or who raised you? I. D- I accidentally deleted everything I had on my notepad. When I was All right. I'm going to shoot from the hip. Uh, let's see. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Oh, oh, oh. Did you see? I'm going to give that's dope to Anderson Cooper. I don't do very many media personalities, and I really don't like how partisan the media is. But Anderson Cooper went out and picks a fucking fight. On air, not a physical fight. Mm. Uh, on air with the the My Pillow guy. Do you see this with the oleander oil? Uh, yeah, yeah. Fucking idiots. And so, uh, those of you who haven't heard, so the guy who does the My Pillow shit, right? The 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 little infomercial ad you see uh, uh, on TV. He, for some strange reason has ended up um, with the company, uh, the, the what do you call it, the Oleander Oil? Yeah. He ends up on the board for this company and goes and takes this as a potential cure for coronavirus to President Trump because he, or if you remember back early on when when President Trump was doing those briefings in the Rose Garden. Yeah. The my pillow guy spoke up there, you know, once or twice, and I believe, and people mm-hmm. was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this guy doing here?" <laughs> right. Um, so this guy has apparently got the president's ear, and he's the one that, if you heard President Trump briefly say that he had heard something about it, that's who he heard it from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this guy goes on to CNN with Anderson Cooper, and he gets into a verbal sparring match with uh, Mr. Cooper, Hi, and it mom. is actually some of the fucking greatest TV that I've probably or 
probably some of the not the greatest I would say it's probably some of the most uh, uh, petty TV that I've seen in a long time I'm just gonna I'm gonna play the interview but we're gonna skip through too as well you're not a scientist yet you're claiming this he come he come out the gate which has not been studied in any meaningful way can cure covid <laughs> and you have a financial stake in the company you would profit from it if this is being sold widely morally is that right so let me get it straight he comes straight out the gate yeah. swinging bam bam like straight up like yo i'm gonna i'm gonna just cut to the chase we ain't got no time for Imagine. bullshit right so he comes out the gate with that the guy let's let's let him respond well, you know, I was contacted on Easter Sunday after, you know, that I've told the whole country to pray for the answer for this pandemic. And, and the, uh, it's a great administration has, has had me anything I hear out there, about, whether it be good sanitizers or cures or anything to bring it back to the task force. So this guy called he was Easter Sunday and said he had an answer to the virus. And uh, I reached out to my friend, uh, Secretary Carson, who's on the task Ben Carson. And he's a doctor, and he looked into it all, got everything from the company, and he said, this is the real deal. It's been tested by over- Ben Carson said it was the real deal. Safe medical- Supposedly. Ben Carson, uh, my, mind you, is a doctor. He is a neurosurgeon. Neurosurgeon. Which means he operates on brains, which <laughs> is one of the most ironic career arts <laughs> in fucking history. And I will, I will not rest on the fact that I believe this is a simulation that we're all living in, and Ben Carson is proof of it. We will get to more of that later. Anyway, that's the next sir, episode. Wait a minute, stop. stop. <laughs> There's no public peer-reviewed studies about this. There's no. Yeah, there is. There's no yeah, there human is, files that have been published anywhere. Yeah, the, there's. <laughs> Straight up, there has been no peer-reviewed studies on this there have been no human trials that have been posted anywhere that's a fact safety test that was done in 2016 for over a thousand people that it's safe to take and if it's wait, safe, wait, to safe to take that's where he says now that's uh, important as an important that's distinction very important um, and this is the basis for his argument, and that's why I wanted to play all the way up at least to this point. This is the basis for his argument through the rest of this interview. Okay, he is going to keep trying to make the point that this supplement has been tested on over a thousand people, and that it has been said it is safe to take. It's essentially, it is safe to ingest with little to no side effects. Oleander oil. What is oleander oil made from, Chris? Uh, let me look it up. So I can be specific. So you exactly. can be specific. Because I believe it is plant-based, correct? Oh, it is. It's, it is. And this plant seems to be a... I'll, I'll let you... So, um... It's part of the dog bang family. I knew that. Uh, I know that is what it's called. I don't know why I just can't pull up. It's 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 oil is poison. It produces poison. This plant does. It's toxic to humans. Yes. All right. So this is a oil that is from a plant, which is toxic. To highly toxic. Okay. 
Um, they use them in like landscaping. It's from like Greece, like the Mediterranean area and stuff like that. Okay. Can you look up oleander oil and see what the common uses for it is? Well, I'm going to play the rest of this little clip here. Where is, the, me, so where is the study? The only study or report out is, is a one report from the University of Texas. That was a pre-print study, and that was only no, involving they, cells in a, in a test tube. No, there's been there's been human studies, absolutely human studies. Stop, been sir, where, phase where, one, phase sir two. where are the these FDAs, the FDA, Where are the these human studies? Why aren't they public? The testing. FDA's got them all. No, there's been, there's been human studies, absolutely human studies. Stop, that's been sir, tested where, phase where, one, phase sir, two. where are the these FDAs, human, the FDA, where are the these human studies? Okay. So what he is talking about is an FDA study mm-hmm. to make sure that this product that is being sold as a supplement mm-hmm. is safe for human consumption. <laughs> It is not saying that this is a product that works as a cure for anything. Mm -hmm. What you got over there? So it was um, originally used uh, by primitive people for um, arrow and dart poisons. They use it to kill people. Yeah. Um, They use it to cause abortions. They use it to kill babies. They used to. Um, they used to actually use trace amounts um, to treat uh, like cardiac illness, they, cancer, epilepsy. Um, but they used it as a toxin flush. Yes, they've, however, have stopped that practice because it was killing people. Because, because it kills toxic. people. It's fucking toxic to human and beings. Yes, it's no longer considered safe to due to extreme toxicity. So, he is on television mm-hmm. at the behest of the President of the United States of America. Maybe not at the behest of the President, but at the very least with the knowledge. Mm-hmm. He has said in this interview already that he was tasked to supply the task force, the president's task force, which he is a part of, Mm -hmm. with any new information on any cures or therapeutics. He is doing that using a product based in oleander oil, which we have found out is toxic human beings I just want to break that down in that order for a quick second I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because this fucking interview is about to go off the rails what you got over there uh oh there you go kind of like that (laughs) bars so I, I just found a study from 2012 that was proven wrong that people it was a theory um conducted tests that had that said it helped build antibacterial properties and it didn't it actually causes a lot more problems so this is about midway through let's see where they're at 
before he was president, the greatest president in the history of the United okay. States. I, I did my due diligence. I didn't just and trust. There's no evidence of this. You know it you hasn't been Anderson, tested in I've animals or humans. I think my platform stands by itself. I have a platform that God gave me of integrity and trust. I would not go all in on okay, something sir, to help let's talk about integrity it wasn't and trust. true. Okay. Let's I, talk about integrity I, and trust. If it wasn't true, you wouldn't do it? If, if, absolutely, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't okay. do anything if it wasn't truthful. If it right, wasn't, I didn't do my due diligence. Just like okay. I did my due diligence when I met our president before he was president, the greatest president in the history of the United okay. States. Let me jerk Trump I, I for a second. I did my due diligence. I didn't just risk so, my company. Okay, let me ask you about right. due diligence because you run a company called My Pillow. You ran ads that claimed your pillow could help with snoring, migraines, <laughs> and fibromyalgia. Right. Prosecutors in nine counties had the clip loaded, and you settled for a million dollars and are not allowed I, to make scientific claims. Without any I proof said, on about your pillows, you were um, given and, a, and, your your rating from the Better Business Bureau in Minnesota was lowered to an F for, among other things, <laughs> misleading customers on a buy one get one offer. That's not a great track record for honesty, sir. You paid right, a million and, and dollars. Anderson, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. How did he have that loaded in the clip? He's like, oh, you want to talk about honesty? <laughs> Oh my God, cooking! Done. I don't even like Anderson Cooper. That's funny. <laughs> I don't even like Anderson Cooper. I think I think he does a lot of gotcha journalism, uh, and I don't like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in this case, that shit was hilarious because he just had it off the cuff, uh, just ready to go. It's almost like that, was, that shit was scripted. <laughs> uh, NBA playoffs started. Yeah. Um. Oh, you fuckers out there. It's, hold on. AOC nominates Bernie Sanders at the DNC speech. That's what's up. Stick to your guns, AOC. Stick to your guns, girl. <clears throat> Already. Bernie all the way. Even if they even if he's never gonna win the presidency one of these days, AOC is gonna AOC is gonna win it. She said, mass people's movement working to establish 21st century social, economic, and human rights, including guaranteed health care, higher education, living wages, and labor rights for all the people in the United States. Yo, ALC is going to serve in, in a lot more major capacity than anybody sees. ALC 2028. She said, in a time when millions of people in the United States are looking for deep systematic solutions to our crisis of mass evictions, unemployment, and lack of health care, and espiritu del pueblo, and out of love for all people, I hereby second the nomination of Senator Bernard Sanders for Vermont, or of Vermont for President of the United States. You heard, you heard, Bernie, 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 um... Joe Biden is it's it's his race to lose at this point but I think he still must be very vigilant because Trump has a lot of tricks up his sleeve he has a lot of tricks up his sleeve and this time he has the advantage of doing it from the Oval Office so she went on to Twitter right after because she uh, had to clarify um she said uh if you were confused, no worries. Convention rules require roll call and nominations for every candidate that passes the delegate threshold. 
I was asked to second the nomination for Senator Sanders roll call. I extend my deepest congratulations to Joe Biden. Let's go win in November. I mean, that's the political answer. But she knew what she was doing. Oh, yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't play her politics the same way. Um, the Democrats wanted to show undying unity. I mean, just 100% unity across the whole party. And so she's going to get admonished for that. She just won a re-election, I believe, recently, didn't she? Yeah. Didn't yeah. she just re-up? Yeah. So she, she just re-up. So she, yeah, she's there for, for a minute. She ain't yep. going nowhere. Nope. Um... I think it's funny how she gets people bothered. Because she's a young uh female. Latin female. Mm-hmm. She's a bartender from was she from Brooklyn or from the Bronx? Mm-hmm. Uh one you know, I, I I forgive me for, you know, getting them confused with whichever one it is. Uh but you know, she's she's a neighborhood girl. And she's the one that they always looked at as she should be serving them food or uh, at some abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way they look at girls like her. Yeah. Um, and so when they see her in the same halls of power at her young age, um, they hold it against her. And, you know, if you haven't learned by now, the demographic of the country is younger. Mm hmm. You know, older people are dying off at a very, very fast rate right now, especially due to COVID. COVID didn't make that shit no better. You know what I mean? It's crazy shit has just happened. Think about this. Think about how much wealth <clears throat> was just transferred during COVID. Mm, billions. Billions to the upper class. There, you can't. What comes after billions? Trillions. Comes after that, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know if we if we if we can go that high with money. There's like six people in America that made that much. I don't know if we can go that high with money. I don't think there's enough money out there that we can go that high. Uh, you can't fathom it. You can't. You can't fathom the amount of wealth these people no. just absorbed. But they did. We gave it to them. Mm-hmm. We had to. We didn't have to. A lot of them became beneficiaries of the time. Mm-hmm. If you owned big box retail, ooh man, you made a killing. Yeah. The Waltons, mm-hmm. ooh, Walmart is they bang that they needed that. Yeah, they needed that. The Waltons, it's the Walton virus. Oh my gosh, dude. Everybody oh, that's fucked up. What was it? Well, it was at one point, I believe, when they first started getting them, them, uh, them unemployment checks mm-hmm. and stimulus checks and shit. First place they went, Bruh You couldn't find a big screen in Walmart, a flat screen. I don't shop there, so I don't know. I don't either. But I was reading articles. <laughs> it's if it says Walmart, I just ignore it. Um, and you know, if people are coming there to get that, they shop there on a normal. And so when they're getting those unemployment checks, yep. a lot of that shit's going right to Walmart. And they got check cashing in there. Man. I bet that. Well, I think I think most of the unemployment comes on cards now. Yeah, but don't they? Uh, there's some people or that direct still deposit. don't have it, right? Uh, probably. I don't know. People still choose paper option. Right. So, 
Oh, Anderson Cooper is going to continue flaming the my pillow guy. Let's see here. This guy is fucking hilarious. Settled. I stalled because I settled saying I did nothing wrong. So you run if a commercial you where they run you out of money in this country. You run an infomercial where you have customers claiming medical benefits, and you're saying, "Oh, I wasn't making any. These were just testimonials." That's no, these were sleazy. testimonials online. That is like testimonials oh, online, online that were. I'm yeah, these were not they, they, just testimonials that we run that be just like testimonials on any product. Okay. And they, and uh, <laughs> and these, you know, and what they try and do is uh, feed off of frivolous lawsuits in this country and those are things that are Sir, done wrong you know, too. There, there to are the 170,000 Americans have died. There are families out there that are desperate for any kind of remedy, any kind of cure and right. you sir who have no medical background are pushing a product made from a plant by the way which is toxic and deadly and you, know, Anderson, and you are pushing this you are pushing this product that is only once there's one report it's not even a real study because it's not peer reviewed it yes, hasn't you're been gonna published hear about it just cuz and you Anderson it, you are misconstruing you're you don't know there's yo, been a study that's the one i found that's, that's enough that's enough that's enough it, it's 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 you get the gist of it this is the trump administration summed up right here though yeah it is it is. It's floundering and floundering and floundering until you can find a way to misdirect and poof, get out the room. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's how this administration basically has been working. If you if you don't believe me, watch some of his recent news conferences. Let's just end the episode right here. Just say fuck it, just like that. For real. Just all right. Fuck it. We out.